This episode is brought to you by The Island by Adrian McKinty, the international best-selling author of The Chain. So how far would you really go to protect your family? What would you really be capable of if your family was threatened? This mother and father are about to find out. Propulsive, terrifying, and blade sharp. The Island is the next thrilling adventure from the mastermind behind the award-winning global sensation The Chain and a family story unlike any you've ever read. The Island will be released in Australia on the 24th of May, so pre-order today. I read this book in two days. It's compelling, page-turning, and character-driven, and it's definitely one of my favorite reads this year. But be warned, once you start this book, you will not be able to put it down. Think Like an Author by me, Michael Wagner. I'm the author of more than 80 books, mostly for children and young adults, but I've previously earned a living as a copywriter, comedy writer, songwriter, radio broadcaster, and screenwriter. Today, dialogue that's laden with subtext feels authentic and alive, but how do you get that rich, unspoken history into the subtext of your dialogue? Well, here's how I do it. Great dialogue has a palpable subtext in it. You can feel its depth because it's loaded with unspoken meaning. Like, even in a a short dialogue with a shopkeeper, that's loaded with subtext as well. The subtext of a conversation with a person entering a shop and talking to a shopkeeper, the subtext, never spoken, might be like, I want you to know that I see you as an equal. Or the exact opposite of that. It might be, I want you to know you are not my equal. Or it could be, in the subtext, I hate pushy salespeople. Get too close and I'll run. That subtext makes the whole thing feel incredibly real. It's really important. But how do you build subtext into your story? Well, I'm going to say that research and mountains of daydreaming about the characters' lives will start to produce subtext. We think that research is all about creating details for your story, which it is. But in my opinion, a lot of the research we do, the the real benefit of it is that it populates the subtext of the dialogue. But there is a third way to get subtext, and this is my own crazy way, uh, which is to basically let the characters speak for themselves. So set the characters up in your imagination, in the setting that you want them in, and then just ask them, ask them, they're in your imagination, ask them to talk. And you might know where you want to get from the start of this scene to the end of the scene, but just ask them to talk it through. Like they're improvisational actors. Sometimes when I'm writing a story at the very beginning in the first draft, it's like I'm the director in the room with the actors and I'm telling them what to say. But after a while, once they're really strong in your imagination, it's possible to, to just let them do the talking and you just listen. These, When I say listen, often your imagination sends up very, very subtle messages like lines of dialogue. But if you're not catching them because you're overthinking or trying too hard, then you can miss all this beautiful stuff and you can resist it too. So there are times where I'm absolutely adamant that this is the way to do something, but a little thought just persists. A little subtle thought just persists. And I keep saying, no, I keep batting it away. I've trained myself to no longer bat those little persistent thoughts away and keep put them in 
the text as well, just in case. And so often I've found that those little messages that have come to me from my imagination are actually the strongest parts of the, the story itself, even though I had my reasons, intellectual reasons, for not liking them. I thought they were too obscure or they were too cliched or they were too whatever. They, they, they weren't funny or whatever. But then I've trained myself to now listen to those things, put them in there, work out later if they're any good, because sometimes they're not. So, But it's a bit of a, a mixed bag. But don't you don't want to miss them because there's often some a little bit of gold in there as well. So they're my ways of adding subtext. Once the, the characters are talking for themselves, they'll say things that surprise you, which are loaded with subtext. And you'll go, oh, I didn't know that happened to you in your childhood. Uh, I didn't realise you felt that way about this person. And the, that's when the characters are actually alive in your imagination and they're starting to be involved in the creative process. Funny thing to say, funny way to, to, to deal with the creative process, but I th it works for me and, um, and maybe it could work for you as well. So, you know, it, it, it might not be your thing, but if you like daydreaming <laughs> and if you like imaginary characters talking in your head, then, and it's not dangerous, uh, then it, it might be a good thing for you to try. Another little practical advice is when two characters meet, just ask yourself, what do they think of each other? This might be just a good way of getting the, the ball rolling. Just ponder that for a moment, listen to them speak to each other. What do they think? Listen to their minds. What do they think of each other? And then let the words just tumble out of their mouths. Don't tell them what to say so much as let them say what they want to say. You can find more Think Like an Author videos on my YouTube channel, Michael Wagner Author.